0: And welcome back to Fat Chats. Brennan. we made it to episode three. What are the odds? Who would have thought it?
1: Ten to one. Paddy Power.
0: Get on it. Lads, it's been a good week. Fat man, or fat man talking, doing well. Fat Chats episode two, doing well. I feel like we're, uh, we're on to a winner here with the, the past few weeks of podcasting. Brennan, how's your week been? Uh, mixed
1: bag. Mixed bag. Some ups and downs. Anything and you forward. want to talk about?
0: Anything you want to share with the audience? what's going no. on with you man
1: no mind your own business
0: well fair enough you know safe space <laughs> here but you know if, if that's nah, it's all your, good that's
1: man it's all it's all good i'm still not after getting any fatter so you know another
0: week in the books ideal now what are we doing at the moment now are you maintaining are you still losing a little what's the game plan at the moment
1: um i've actually kind of changed it up slightly since yeah kind of last weekend where Not really specifically targeting anything, but I've gone, I've kind of gone, you know, uh, my, I I don't really trust it too much, but on my fitness palette has that exercise calories option. Oh, you know, dangerous territory. It is very dangerous, but I had been using it, but not like, uh, like not, not for sure. Like, so, you know, if I was going for a swim or running or doing a weight session or whatever, and it said I burned a hundred calories. No, it could be right, it could be wrong. More often than not, it's wrong. But I was kind of, you know, I wouldn't be so worried then if, if whatever I ate caused me to go over by like 50 or 60 or, you know, or even if if said I burned 1,000 I went over by 500. I wouldn't be so pushed. What I've done this week now is turn it off entirely. So it looks like I'm in, uh, it looks like I'm basically over my surplus every day. But I'm just not, even, I'm not bothering to look at what's, what's going on
0: trying to work bet- it out. Oh, all right, so wait, so let me get this straight. So let's just say- You're, let's just you're eating what you were always eating, but it's not telling you you've burnt off anything. So it's just whatever you've eaten is showing as what you've eaten.
1: Yeah, which I've always left it on, but not taking it as gospel. I just kind of used it as a rough estimate, okay. whereas now I've gone like flip side. So like today, um, yeah, like, so today I did a pretty decent weight session, went for a walk after work, I'm working, Which, you know, like, I actually haven't even looked at what it would say is your technical calories burned. But, you know, you're talking a couple of hundred anyway, at least.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I mean, look, I I just just... choose not to count any of that shit because it scares the life out of me. I'm like, it's one of those things I used to do where I'd eat back the calories I burnt off thinking, this is rich, you know, it's just, this is the refeeding. I don't know what the fuck you call it. But yeah, no, it, it definitely didn't work. So uh, yeah, we're, we're down to just sticking to what's there and
1: we'll go from yeah, there. Yeah, no, no, that's, and do you know what, that's, that is the best option for most people. But I'm just trying to give this a go now. And to be fair, most of the stuff I would have eaten back anyway, I've tried to, f- like, it, uh, stuff I'd have done anyway would be mostly gained back by maybe a protein shake or something along those lines. Yeah, that's fair enough, fair enough. enough. But we'll see. But yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. We'll yeah, see how that goes for
0: the next couple of weeks. Well, you didn't ask anyway, but my week's good. Uh, I don't care. Works good. Food's good. Uh, down a little bit more weight, Man, I'm, I'm going to catch you soon. Tell you, give me a few weeks. You're going to keep maintaining, and I'm just going to edge up on you. And, uh, oh no,
1: sorry. Good- I mean, I like, I, I like. Oh, sorry, I kind of, I kind of skipped over that fact. I'm not targeting anything, but
0: I'm still losing. Oh, sorry, Mr. Braggy Prick. Fair enough. Yeah, so still going to catch that. Still going to catch you. Anyway, I feel like as a starting point we need to run through last week so uh we did piss off a few slimming world fans and they very nicely reached out to Yay. us to let us know that we were we were a little bit off now the points they made and fair enough fairly valid it's a simple way for some people to lose weight who maybe don't want to go through the ins and outs of calorie counting okay cool if it works for you great we mm-hmm. do appreciate the feedback however i will just just say openly um and this is nothing against Slimming World. It's against that other company we were talking about that sounds like Slimming World but isn't really Slimming World for for legal reasons because we can't sounds say like Slimming it. World. Yeah, we can't say Slimming World anymore. And I've said it, so I'm going to go back on what I've said and say I'm talking about <laughs> someone else for for legal reasons. But so this Slimming Club is a cult, and uh, best of luck with your cult. But I will stick to my just eating normal food like a normal person, and I hope I cause you no offence. So I think, I think that's that last week really wrapped up. Uh, no, I just, I, I, I can't really agree with that.
1: I hope we cause all the offence unless <laughs> they're a bunch of fucking idiots. So, uh, you know, whatever works for you and all that. But, I mean, if you want to send me money to, you know, tell you fucking stupid random information and sell little bears, no
0: hassle. Uh, do you know, it's, it's fair, it's fair. The, the little bears don't bear bear really bother me. It's, I'm, uh, I'm going to say right now that... It's game. We absolutely
1: appreciate feedback. I've had feedback myself. It's very welcome. I like hearing about what people think. But at no point will I ever issue an apology for anything that was said on this. So you can feedback all you want, but that will never happen.
0: And I will say that I am going to fence it for the majority of listeners and probably agree with all of you, no matter what you say, because (laughs) I like that you listen. And uh, this is my podcast, and that's how I feel about it. So, Brendan, thank you for your input there. Greatly appreciate it. Last week actually was very well received, however, I feel like we did go off in a little bit, and for starters, Donald Skihan, has he been in touch? Yeah, we're having a fight outside the bottom gates at 4 o'clock tomorrow. I'd love to see it, I'd love to see it. I bet he's going to come out just completely covered in cali-cali sauce. He's going to try to wrestle you.
1: Yeah, slippery motherfucker, right? a... he'd sneaky. like that as well, I'd say. He's a sneaky peat man,
0: and as well, really like you, went to you, you need to think about, you know, you have the size on him, but he, he's quite wiry, he might manoeuvre himself around, you know? not sure you're ready for that kind of smoke
1: no I wouldn't um, no I think I better leave I, I better not say anything because this could go downhill really fast
0: it's, it's very possible it's very possible but look to everyone who did send Brendan anything don skin related greatly appreciate it. Uh, he's also a big fan <laughs> of Daniel O'Donnell so feel free to send him anything Daniel O'Donnell related this week
1: oh we Daniel really
0: really appreciate
1: it um, why would you be a fan of who, who's not a fan of Daniel O'Donnell
0: I absolutely am not. Uh, it's not that I don't like him as a person. Strictly music-wise, he, he's just not for me. It's just not I, don't, I, of... don't think,
1: I don't think I know any of his music, but as a person, I think he's fantastic.
0: I mean, that he man, seems like a nice fella.
1: I'd say he's just the epitome of like a face. I'd say what really goes on behind Daniel O'Donnell's doors are some pretty wild shit.
0: Uh, hardly. He's, he's a happily married man, I'm sure. I'm sure Bob back Dagger. in his heyday, Daniel O'Donnell was uh, with all the women. But I mean, at the moment, I'm sure he's just happily married, enjoying life, hands down. Look, mm. dude, this week, what I really wanted to talk about, and I'm, I'm building suspense, or I'm building suspense, is pushing the fuck it button. Now, are you familiar with the term? Uh, I am,
1: since you mentioned it twice.
0: Fantastic. So you're getting used to it. You're getting used to my terminology. So for those who aren't familiar with pushing the fuck button, the idea is... Greek? sorry no. what? That, that
1: really sounded like you said push the fuck bunny <laughs> i just i want to i want to say this straight out because i'm gonna you're, listen back you're, you're going to hear that
0: you're killing killing my my flow of the podcast here now anyway sorry for that the rude interruption guys so you push the fuck a button what that means is not a bunny starters. What it means is that you're on a healthy, healthy plan. You're at, you know, your your nutrition's on point. You've one meal out and then suddenly everything goes to shit. You know, you decide no, I'm gonna get the starter, I'm gonna get the dessert, gonna do the absolute dog on calories. And next thing you know, you're a few dominoes deep in the week and you've no idea where your health eating has gone. So dude, how often has this happened to you over the years? Oh like clockwork. Probably at least
1: Oh, it's hard to put a number on it, but you're talking at least every, maybe every other month of all, you know, of random cycles of being, you know, air quotes, good.
0: So then, like, what leads into this few, I, I I know myself, and we can touch on that after, but say, is there is there triggers that are leading to this breakout, or is it just literally, it just happens? Like, no, is, it, is it stress? Is it work? Is no, it all sorts no. of things building? What goes on? No mine is really simple and it's also really simple
1: to cut out which is probably why I made so much progress in the last six months and it's going to the pub because uh, I have that like whatever about making the time or the space for going to the pub it's the after it's the after bit if the Chinese is still open that could very possibly be called on if it's not or someone like I suppose I'm lucky as well in town, like none of the takeaways really stay open that late. But if they are, they're more than likely going, like I'm I'm not going to come home from the pub and start cooking something. And even if I have stuff in the fridge, like prepped, I'm probably not going to want to eat that either. And then it's kind of that slippery slope of inevitably you get a double hangover the next day because you've had like X amount of pints and then you got to like a filthy kebab afterwards, which is a hangover in itself. And then the following day, you could almost be in that space of, oh, you're, you're just, it's the downfall I have. You're so lazy then the following day, you're so hungover, you're not interested in eating, you're not interested in cooking healthy food. So it's like, oh, I'll just get something again. Or if you don't, if you're, even if you're trying to be like semi kind of cognizant of the fact that you got a takeaway the day before, like, it's just a stupid thing because like, I go to the shop instead, buy a share bag of crisps. Some ice cream, which is like equally as bad. And then that spirals into like, a, oh, fuck it now anyway. And it takes weeks. It literally takes weeks to get back into the swing of it. And you just, all of a sudden, like, say that could be a Sunday. Monday is another shit day. Tuesday is a little bit better, maybe, but you're kind of fooling yourself into thinking, oh, even if I'm a little bit better today, it's better than the last two days, even though it's way worse than you've been for the three weeks previous. Then all of a sudden, it's just not, it doesn't happen. It takes, you need that kind of intervention then
0: from yourself or from someone else to say, like, you're cop on there now. You're doing the fucking dog, man. It yeah. has to be said. So look, what, what about when you're leading into these nights? because I'm not much of a drinker, so that wouldn't really be the case of when I'd actually have that situation. But say, mm-hmm. day before you're going out for pints, you know there's a match on, you know you're going out. Are you controlling the food intake like are are you skipping lunch are you eating a smaller dinner you're literally going through a full day's food and then you're literally launching into rakes of pints and all the mm, much after
1: no well well, old you now not new you uh, oh jesus yeah um well see not even so much i like as much as i like going out i don't really go out at night time or i don't go to say the city or nightclubs or any of that shit i uh typically enough go to like an all-man pub near my house where i'm probably one of the youngest people in there And that suits me down to the ground, but that it's the kind of place where like Sunday afternoons are better than a Friday night. So it's always, so like, and to be fair, I do do the dog on it. Like I wouldn't not skip, or sorry, I wouldn't skip meals to try and save to go out. But I suppose equally as bad, I would have gone out early enough that I just haven't eaten or I've had a lunch or a breakfast and then gone out. And then all of a sudden you just haven't eaten for the rest of the day kind of seems like a healthy it's, enough balance though i mean in the scheme of things like it's an, it's an advertisement really for like unhealthy eating uh unhealthy drinking bad drinking habits bad eating habits it's like everything if you if you like i'd say you could have took a snapshot of one of my weekend days could even have been a saturday or whatever day it was and said like here's everything you shouldn't do well I'm nicely wrapped in one day which then spills over but yeah no i wouldn't have even now, to be honest, I don't, if I'm going to go out, I don't, like, cut back the day before or the couple of days before.
0: Not really. So, for me, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. So, usually, when it comes down to, like, if, if I have a weekend like that, and I haven't had a lot of them recently, but there's, there's always one or two every now and then. Like, the, the key problem would be I'll be wrecked tired. My sleep will have probably been shit. I'll come off. I don't know. It could be a stressful weekend or it could be anything. And I might say, you know what, fuck it, I'm not cooking today. So that's mistake number one. So we'll order the takeaway. Perfect. I'll munch me in the takeaway. Then I'm thinking, I've had a takeaway. Might as well have a packet of crisps, have a few bars. Might pop to the shop, get an share bar, dairy milk, you know, whatever I'm feeling. And it's before flavor. you, before you know it, sharing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, before you know it, the next day, I'm probably up. Uh, there's probably jam buns, good to go. It's probably a few sausage rolls thrown into the mix. And then we're we're heading up to lunchtime on a Saturday. I'm saying, you know what? Uh I might just have a full on dinner. And you know, next thing we know it's a week later and I don't know where the week has gone. I don't know where my nutrition's gone. I'm so tired and so just feeling like shit from eating so much bad food. I've probably not done a healthy shop either. So yeah. It kinda tends to happen.
1: Yeah, what you said, they're actually just struck a chord. It's it's the shopping as well. It's the like, I don't know, whatever day people shop. I don't I don't, I tend to go once a week inevitably the laziness will, will kind of creep into whatever day I should be going shopping. And because then there's like an extra day's food that I haven't eaten or haven't prepped there, it pushes out like... Oh, and It's like one of those stupid things and it becomes... It's a mountain out of a molehill. It's like, oh God, now I have to go. And then you just don't want to. And it it really doesn't help. You you need the tools. You need those raw ingredients.
0: Yeah, man, I'm telling you, if the food's there to actually cook, you'll, you'll definitely or at least I will, I'll definitely opt for that as opposed to if I know I have to go shopping and then cook, I'm going to end up getting a takeaway. It's just, it's hands down. But I think, I think it is a mistake people make in terms of when you do this, why not just cut it off at the source? Day one, you have that shit meal out. So say you go for dinner, you know, whatever, it's, it's friend's birthday and you're saying, look, I'm going to be good. You get there and you see that they have a savage burger on the specials board. You're saying, you know what? I fucking like the looks of that. And they have wings for a starter, and you know this place does good wings. Get your wings. Get your burger. You know what? There might be a Maltese or cheesecake for dessert. Maybe you're feeling it. Maybe you're not. I, I'd definitely be feeling it. I'd probably get the Maltese cheesecake. But following that, what are, we, what are you doing the next day? What's a smart person doing the next day? You're getting up. You're having your healthy breakfast. Maybe even skip breakfast if you're that type of person. I know I am. And you're just heading straight back to the regular meals, man. You're just you're looking at the week and you're going, look, what did I do Thursday? I just ate normally. What am I gonna do today, even though it's a Saturday or Sunday? I am just gonna eat normally. And I think that's the approach people need to start taking. And I think it's a massive mistake people make where they just self-destruct on a week of good food for the sake of one meal. I mean, what's the fucking point?
1: Yeah, like, um see there's I have two trains of thought in this which are like typical of me contradicting each other. I like you, you know maybe before i would have been that person who would try and build up to it and try and save a little bit here and there and think oh look i know i'm gonna do it i'll try and save and then you have one like fucking blowout which you said like turns into like starters mains dessert whatever else it is and then you feel guilty afterwards and you're like oh jesus yeah you know you got to rein this back in again straight away whereas now on the other hand I don't source. I don't have any kind of guilt, regardless of whatever I eat, or where where I go, or whatever it is. And it works. Like as, as weird as it sounds, it works much better. Like a, a, instead of trying to like cut back on, you know, I used to see all these things on Instagram before. It would say like, oh, swap the you know, don't have the bread roll before they start dinner, or you know, get the sauce on the side. No, like, don't if you're going to go out and enjoy yourself like don't restrict yourself like if if you're really like the contradiction comes from if, if you're if you've been saying a deficit all week of i don't know say 500 a day under and then come you know so that's two and a half thousand under come uh saturday and then sunday you go out and you have one of these like whopper meals that just blows your calories out of the water like, unless you're eating, like, a horse, like, you're, you're going to go over, but not by a huge amount. But if you're one of these people who say, like, just scrimping it every week, you're not really doing anything different, but you're still under, but you haven't restricted to the, so you've had your marriage bear on Thursday night, or you've gone and got a breakfast roll on Tuesday, or you've done whatever, you're not really going to see that one meal then as, like, the holy meal of, Jesus, I have to eat everything. You know, you don't see that. You don't see that excuse of it. So you're thinking, so you, like. Whereas before, you might you might have got the starters, main, as dessert. You're probably not going to like. And um, I suppose on the flip side, when you do change your eating habits, like I definitely have found with the whole thing we talked about before about portion sizes, I I, I couldn't eat food the way I did before now. Like before, I was a demolish the plate, like lick it clean type person, and maybe some of the, maybe whoever's with me, maybe half of theirs as well, or a bit yes, of this and a bit of that. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think I physically could, or if I did, I'd feel sick.
0: You know, what, I think it is just it's the important factor of you know if you're trying to stop this kind of thing happening, it's better to build it into the week anyway and plan for it and just have it as part of the week. Like one meal every weekend, I'll get it might be a healthy takeaway like just chicken and rice from somewhere, maybe Nando's, roosters, whatever you want to call it. And I'll always do one dinner out. And that's just me down to tea. Now, I might eat a little less for lunch. I might have a little bit less breakfast. But I'm always getting my one meal at the weekend. And I know it's not going anywhere. I know it's part of the week. And it helps me keep on track completely and utterly. Now, having said that, though, it, it's actually, it's it's the sweets and stuff that just seem to get on top of me no matter what. Like, mm. I'll, I'll have my, I don't know, my fiber one brownie. I might have a Freddo. I might have a purple mm. snack all during the week. And for the most part, they'll, like, they'll start, starve off the cravings. and You know, it's fine. But come weekend time, like, I I think last weekend, met some friends. We're sitting down. We've had a nice dinner. We're just chilling in their apartment, having some food. And there's a share bag of crispy M&M's in front of me. And, you know, I take mm. two or three M&M's. Blue M&M's, my favorite and next thing I know, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit more, I'm going to have a little bit more. Then there's a bowl of Doritos there, and I'm like, you know, I haven't had Doritos in weeks. I might have a few Doritos. Now, having said that, I'd been in such a deficit for the week, it didn't massively impact me. You know, within one or two days, the weight was kind of back to normal. Still ended up losing weight overall for the week. But the point I make is, it's it's very easy to slip into those those cracks, unless you're prepared to do so. You know, maybe had I just eaten a bit more normal food throughout the day, I probably wouldn't have felt as vulnerable towards those snacks. And outside of that, Maybe I just need to cop on and say, "Look, you don't fucking need the blue M&Ms." I mean, if you have a share bag in front of you and you're in a group setting, can you keep a hold of yourself? Because I can't. It's it's uh, it's an issue. It's proven to be. I can. Yeah, that's the
1: difference. And it's not so much sweet sweets or sweet things. Cause I still eat like I I, I think we said this already. Like cup of tea after dinner and something nice with this this tops all for me. Like I prefer what's that I, I don't go out, say. I might get takeaways. But that little sweet treat after dinner, whatever it may be, that's like tops for me. That's the best but, thing
0: in the world. I do that every
1: day. It's built into every day. I, but I have it's definitely different insofar as like oh Christ, that sounds bad. But I can remember, right? Now, and actually this was a good few years ago. I would have thought like the evening time snack after dinner could be I say could be, used to be. Like like you said, some kind of a sheer bar or sheer bag of like chocolatey type stuff. Possibly some kind of jellies like wine gums or whatever. Probably at the time, I'm not even sure Coke Zero was a thing, but it wouldn't have been Diet Coke. It would have been like probably just a bottle of Coke. And I am murder for crisps. I'm a crisp man over all else. So like a share bag of crisps was the minimum. Like a share bag of hunky-dories. And there was no, there's no like putting it down. Uh, I got at one stage. I thought I was great. I came up with this idea. Like, I'd lo- I do you know what? I might do a workout calories for next week. Used to buy. Have you ever had a Manhattan cheesy popcorn? Yeah, big fan of it.
0: Pretty really yeah, damn tasty. I,
1: I was too. So I used to really up my game then. Into like this is this is a throwback into the world of extremely fat Brendan. Uh, cheesy popcorn, and then add to that, pour in a bag of dry roasted peanuts, a packet of bacon fries, and a small packet of crisps.
0: Like 10, heart, geez, heart attack in a bag. That is yeah, literally, literally
1: like mix it all up. Uh, Taste wise, just short of Michelin stars, uh, but calorie wise, like you like you said, like you're talking just do the pre-check in there for Cuh. But that was standard. Like no, I won't say it was standard. But that could have happened. It was often. Maybe maybe two or three times a week. No, wouldn't then. It might happen for ages. But it was that type of that amount of shit basically. Whereas now I'm quite content with like I'm looking forward to having a scone now in a minute. Get a jam.
0: Tasty man. Tasty. Yeah,
1: that's the that's the difference. I didn't and I suppose when you're in when you're in that mindset I suppose you probably don't care anyway for for a start. That's why you're doing it in the first place. You you really don't give a shit. Because if you did you just wouldn't eat it. And you're not you're not worried about like how many calories is in this uh like variety, popcorn slash whatever else is in that bag. You're just you're
0: it is actually it's pure down to not giving a shit. I think you become a creative bastard when you're at that kind of weight and you're not tracking oh. anything though too. Oh like yeah I remember one of my go to snacks in my in my later teen years was Papritos. You might say, What are Papritos, Shane? So what I would do is I would take a bag of buttered microwave with popcorn, make that in the microwave, you know, two or three minutes. I'd then take a share bag of hot Doritos. I would mix them together, and I would create little sandwiches of two Doritos with little bits of popcorn in between. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty damn tasty. And pop were a regular occurrence after some teenage drinking, or sometimes just with a movie at home. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a shameful time. And we might even do a share bar with those. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it was close to Michelin stars, but it's a pretty damn good snack. Did you, did you say butter popcorn? Yeah. Oh, well, man. Saturdays. I'm, all, oh, I'm all about butter popcorn. Anyone anyway, who salted? Well, yeah, the way it should be. I mean, the 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 salted, salted is good. I don't have any issue with it, but no, I'm not a butter fan.
1: Butter or toffee or any of these are these absolute freaks who put like chocolate into popcorn, which seems to be a huge Thank thing. You. Thank you. Boy, Why would you know, I saw on
0: Instagram the other day, and we, we need to talk about this. So I saw a fella take a share bar at Galaxy, One, he chopped it up into little flakes. Which just just seemed wrong. So he's ruining the nice little squares of galaxy you get anyway. And then he poured it on top of some popcorn while it was cooking and mixed it all together. It looked a bit burnt. And then he's like, "Oh, this is the nicest popcorn ever." And I'm like, "Get off my newsfeed, you disgraceful!" Honestly, he's the kind of people that fuck up the world. Like I, I like I, I I don't know. It, it it
1: is, and it's definitely really popular because I've seen so many people do it. But I just I don't get. I don't get chocolate and popcorn, like that's the standout one. like sweet and savory for me don't ever I, I can't put them together and, and I know they work like and I know they work on so many levels i've I've made stuff with them before, like I've done it in restaurants, but even like savory pancakes, they'd be a pretty big thing. No, I cannot abide by them. Pancakes are supposed to be sweet for me. I cannot, like I see people putting chicken in them. I know ducks say duck pancakes, but those pancakes are actually slightly different when they're right. Yeah, they're but a bit different. The, but the general just like crepe, like classic French crepe. Are you, are you saying and you then...
0: won't do bacon and syrup on, on pancakes?
1: I, I think Absolutely that's a not. Abs- no. What?
0: That's, I, I'm not going to agree with that statement, man. That's, that's daft. That Why? is Why? Have you ever been to Liberty Grill? They do amazing. I have, I have been there, yeah, but I didn't get Maple didn't even, bacon on some pancakes, a little bit of syrup. They give you the jar, you pour that over. Oh, that's a fat
1: breakfast. When, 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 I, have, when I have like a bacon sandwich or, a, you know, like a bacon something. and then That's a different meal. That's a different the, meal. Yeah, and then the pancakes with the syrup, like sweetened, like the, your bacon is
0: your... No, sorry. Uh, I'm out. You know, I think, I think anyone who's listening to this podcast is on the diet is just going to go off the walls now. I think we've, we've actually, we're probably going to induce some fuck it moments where people are going to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go get those pancakes now because those two fat pricks are talking about them for the last 10 minutes. Well, that's the whole point of this. Like,
1: I I, I know we're talking about pushing the button, but the whole point is, yeah, go ahead, push it, but don't make, don't leave it like, don't leave your life implode afterwards.
0: No, don't don't even push it, though. Just, just build that into the week. Not push it. Fucking bang that motherfucker. No fucking hope. You listen to me, fans. You don't listen to fucking Brendan over there in Cove. You listen to me. You build that into the week and you enjoy it. You feel no guilt. And then you go no. back to the grind. You go back to your week. You're healthy eating. You're meal prepping. Whatever you do. You know, I do none of these things. That's oh, what you don't, do. Don't
1: listen to Shane. He's lagging behind. Don't forget that. There is no prize for second place.
0: It's true. It's true. If you're
1: not first, you're last. And Ricky Poppy said that and he meant it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh yeah, no, look, I suppose, yeah, maybe not push the button is probably a bit extreme. But don't I suppose it's a whole rewiring of your thinking. Don't push the button. But if you're doing it right for the other six days or six and a half days, you won't
0: want to push the button in the first place. So look, what what are we helping in terms of what can help out? You've you've gone, we're we're just gonna go all out. We're gonna say you're gone ten thousand calories over. You've done four four really bad days of food. You know, you're doing like three thousand five hundred calories ish per day, and you know, that's on top of a regular day of food. You're you're just a mad bastard. We're gonna really exaggerate here. What are we doing on Tuesday or Monday, whatever day, to just get back on track, Brendan? What are your tips?
1: Just start just literally don't change anything just go back to your last normal day or what you'd normally do in a day don't Are you step on the scale though no yeah well i i would because Why? it's more morbid curiosity just to see maybe not maybe i wouldn't do it the day after or maybe i'd even leave it a day after that but but even like i understand that like and it's funny when you talk to some people i i, I get it like i know that me going eating a chocolate cake now doesn't mean i step on the scale in the morning and weigh an extra like half kilo it doesn't work like that but obviously over time it does I've it's i'm not getting into the science of it i don't know enough about it i know random tidbits from here and there but the whole like water retention and like just all that kind of shit but I, say I do enough anyway. things
0: like salt water retention hormones you kind of sound yeah. legit though you know you but you know like you can make any. Excuse.
1: No, you know, like, see, we should really get someone to talk about it, but it's very boring stuff. You know, the whole thing of like a carb, carb molecule to store more water, so the more carbs you eat, which generally most food or beer is made up of, the more water you retain. All that kind of bollocks. But eat yeah, your food I, I, upside
0: down and calories don't count. Yes, we're we're aware of the science.
1: Yeah, good space. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would probably step on the scales. Um, maybe not now, but I would have say. But that's just out of my that's more curiosity for me, even though I kind of know in my head it's not going to be drastically different in in, in the space of like the two days or whatever it is or four days, it'll be slightly different.
0: It can't fluctuate they, mad though. I think sometimes okay. what I do is I give it a safety day. So I'll give it one day where I won't, maybe even two. And then I'll step on and I'll go, what's the damage? We'll do a little damage report. We'll say, look, where are we at? Where were we at Friday? Where are we at now? Okay. We might be yeah. up this much. Let's plan ahead now. What are we going to do this week that's going to take back the control? We just need to get back to base camp. We don't need to get, you know, into you know losing weight again this week. What if we yeah. just work our way back to what we were last week, and then we start again? You don't. All, you don't need to, need to do.
1: You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like you just, you just get back. Like, as stupid as it sounds, just get back on track. If you need to go, if you if you have the food to make that you would normally eat on a day to day basis, go and make it, or go and make something with it. If you don't, go and get it. You're going. You're going to need it for the rest of the week anyway. But you. You don't need to do anything. And and, on top of that, you hear these people saying like, oh, you can we like wean yourself back off it or, or, you know, go back into it slowly. It's not it's not heroin. Like it's not fucking, you know, you don't have to have, you know, half of the amount of shitty food the next day and then a quarter of the day after that. You can you can just not have it. If you make up your mind that you want to get back on track, you'll just do it. It's that simple.
0: I think with anything with the blue M and M's, yeah, I'd agree with you. They're kind of like heroin, though. They're amazingly tasty. You can That's inject them.
1: Was it the blue ones that had the controversy before, or was that like red Skittles or something?
0: What was the controversy?
1: You know, whatever chemical they use for the coloring. That was, was Smarties. Some, like, was it Smarties? Uh, they got rid of blue
0: Smarties, yeah, didn't that. they? They made them. not the know one. did They make them a new color. Yeah, do, do you remember all those? Those kind of like I don't want. They were kind of like myths back in the day. Like, like you know, like drinking like, too much Sunny Delight would make it go yellow yeah or like lilt would reduce your sperm count you're 11 it, it doesn't really matter you shouldn't be worrying about these things just enjoy a bottle of lilt. what i
1: never heard that sorry yeah, go man, back, that, I?
0: That, that was the one that people used to say when i was like literally in primary school they go oh you know you know lilt reduces your sperm count and like you'd have poor jimmy in fourth class going i don't even know what sperm is but you know th- this is what happens man people amazing. scare you
1: i'm just going to say amazing drink it was one of my favorite drinks growing up
0: do you know what do you know it's actually so dangerous it's, you know, in most shops, they sell lilt in a bottle and it's not half as nice. But in work, we have free vending machines and they do cans of lilt in them. Oof. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad I'm working from home at the moment because I think I'd have easily done one of those per day for the last six months otherwise because it's the nicest thing in the world can of lilt. It's like ultimate refreshment. Can oh,
1: I? Don't, yeah, I have, do you know what I haven't had one in years, to be honest. But it was what was it? It was pineapple and. <laughs>
0: Pineapple and something else. See, pineapples a dangerous one. I love pineapple. I'll even do it on pizza. I'll say it openly. But pineapple's a little bit like Donald Trump, you know? You mention it and people kind of start to judge. I'm not saying I approve of Trump. I'm just saying he exists. You know, sometimes maybe he does stuff that aren't all that bad. God knows. But it's the same. If I, if I like pineapple on a pizza, if I like a pineapple drink, it's okay. You don't have to come to my house with, you know, flaming torches and act like I'm the devil. I'm just going to say that now because... I feel like the, the pineapple on pizza abuse is coming. But yeah, mm. Lilt is tasty. Not going to lie. It's, it's a pretty damn good drink. Sure, the little, um,
1: one of my favorite facts ever is about, you know, like pineapples that it has that. Uh, it's, it, it, it has like an enzyme that that's flesh eating. It's called bromelain. I remember reading about this. I, I, I never went so far as to check if this is actually a fact or fiction. I know it's in it. It's, it's, it's fiction in so as people have made it out to be a flesh eating enzyme but it does have those kind of qualities. Have you ever noticed if you eat like fresh pineapple, your tongue will feel really strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's a, this enzyme reacts. It's, it's, I, I, I can't get it. I don't know. Freaking me out, I, I don't man. know why I brought them. Yeah. That's why pineapple is, used to tenderized meat. That's where I learned it first when I was working in kitchens. That's why that's what's happening. Basically this, enzyme is started is tenderizing the meat and that's why when you eat pineapple your mouth feels weird like your tongue goes kind of like sandpaperish
0: look at you dropping knowledge on the people See that? acting like knowledge you're bomb. smart that, that's a nice moment now i bet you're gonna like, get some to be compliments from your mom on that one she's gonna be like brendan you sounded amazing talking about the pineapple well done do you think, do you think my mother listens to this <laughs> oh absolutely she's a big fan she was on to me last week about it all right that's good all right, dude. I think I think that we're we're fairly wrapped up on that end, but I I feel like we need to talk about Bake Off. We do need to talk about Bake. Off. Were you watching this, this is, week? This now, spoil a, this spoiler warning. If you haven't watched this week's Bake Off, you might have to pause the podcast.
1: Uh, well, no, see, I don't think we I don't think we need to because, to be fair, generally we're a week behind. That's still by the time. By the time, the thousands and thousands of people that are listening to this hear it. Uh, It'll be last Tuesday's bake-off that But we release on, on a
0: Tuesday morning. There's some people who like to build up the bake-off, do two in one day. That's, that's just Yeah, but, but they talk. could be listening now, and we appreciate well, the listenership. You can take this one spoiler alert for the rest of them. Anyway, so watch
1: it's the thing. It's going to of this be week. a weekly thing. It was, it was chocolate week. Yeah, sure. Look, that's our talk about, tell us what we know about chocolate.
0: Yes. Is there, is there bad chocolate? No. So um, I think I think we need to start off with what was that weird cake they made at the start with it? Cut the dough in half. There was the chocolate through it. Started a bee. What was that Cut called? a uh, babka. Babka. It's Jewish. That thing looks amazing. I looked yeah, up there's... a recipe today. Very tough to make by the looks of it. But fucking hell, that looked good.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. I, that's not something I'd be keen to try. But I'm pretty sure you can buy a very similar cake in the shop. I'm, and I'm trying to think, you know, it was one of those things where I don't think I've ever heard the word Babka before. Or if I did, I didn't associate it with, with what it actually was. You would insulate a kebab, wouldn't you? Like, but yeah, well, I wouldn't mind a kebab. Of, yeah, to be honest, everything kebab is good in my world. So, yeah, why not? But when I saw it, when I saw it at Babka, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what, I should have looked. I didn't. But it, it brought back some kind of a memory to me where I thought I've had something like that that's been like shop bought. Possibly super value
0: or somewhere like that, but I wonder. It reminds me of this cake my my grandparents used to get back in the day, and I don't have the official name, but it was just what we called it, it was marble cake. So it had this oh. marbly looking icing, and then it would have that same that that kind of like Madeira and chocolate all the way through. Yeah. That oh, uh, cake was fucking phenomenal.
1: I know what you're talking about, and that yeah. was the first thing I thought
0: as well. But it's not it's not quite the same. You see this because oh, it's definitely that's... a different product, but it's just yeah. just the coloring very similar. Anyway. Google Babka, if you're not sure. That was the starting point, wasn't it? Or was that was that the middle round or the... S- did we start with brownies? I might be ahead of myself.
1: Yeah, the Babka was the technical one.
0: All right. Well, we'll start with the brownies then. So what did you think of the brownie bacon this week? Uh, Some of them
1: shy. were absolute, absolute dog bet. shit. Disclaimer, again, I would have had all of them, I'd say, happily. but and genuinely maybe it's the like experience i have coming out i was just thinking if one person here just doesn't fuck around and makes like a genuinely very normal tray of brownies as in like literally what they described to them that like crisp top the soft kind of texture gooey in the middle they would have just hands down that's all they wanted they didn't want people to fuck around with them and they kind of hinted to them you know about not going mad because brownies are really sweet anyway. The last, like, I wouldn't if I was making brownies, I wouldn't top them. I know that guy. He tried to. He put figs. One guy put figs on it, trying to be just too
0: cool for school. I, I actually liked him, and I lost all faith. No, at that
1: point. I got his, I I, nah. I understood his idea. He he didn't want to put sweet on sweet, which most of them did, but all they had and like i think one of them even said it like all they had to do they, they just they, they tried to be too like technical with it they tried to go mad and put bits and pieces everywhere they should have just made straight up chocolate brownie i personally would have liked if somebody just put white chunks of chocolate randomly through big chunks that would have kind of semi-melted
0: boom done i think that's and living all. the dream man I feel yeah. like those cheesecake brownies were were definitely the worst in my book. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. I don't want it. I want a regular oh. brownie. And look, this this leads me into it. What is your ideal brownie? What are we talking here? Like, is it, is it is it gooey? Is it cakey? Because the, oh, there's a few gooey. mixed camps, no, and I'm gooey. in the gooey camp. Well, people who are in the
1: people who say cakey should just go and eat fucking chocolate cake. The whole the whole point of a brownie is that it, like what he described is that is that crisp top with the kind of goo not not gooey in the sense that like it's like a fondant, but that kind of moist. Uh, love that word. Uh, that moist kind of center.
0: You're just triggering people's ears now saying moist so often. I know moist is that one of those word. words that just it, it
1: sets people off. I don't know what it, it is.
0: Well, moist. but that's
1: it's the only way I can think of, the, of describing it.
0: I know what you're saying. But I don't have a... I'm not a huge... I wouldn't go and buy brownies, to be honest. Um, I, I would. I absolutely would. If, if you're talking Cork establishments, I have my brownie spots. I'm not going to name ye because you're not paying me to do so. But there are some good ones, especially one particular establishment does a Milky Bar brownie, which is delicious. They also do a Ferrero brownie, with some Nutella and Ferrero Roche in it. Oh, uh, no, delicious. Like,
1: no.
0: And then they also... Wait, listen. They also do a regular normal brownie that is absolutely amazing there i'm sold on that i just if, if i'm
1: eating a brownie i just want the, i just want a regular chocolate brownie that's nice i don't want frero brownie i don't want whatever other one you said i just want milky an bar. normal
0: brownie milky you, you just said a few minutes ago that you wouldn't mind chunks of white chocolate through a brownie yeah that but is a milky bar brownie
1: okay that's fair enough i thought you were going to say it had like half like all these mad places now where there's
0: like half milky bar sticking out the top and it's covered in white melted chocolate no man it's quite simplistic you've your your brownie in the middle you have a few different in at different points you've you know milky bar discs at different points of the brownie and then on top you just have four milky bar discs on top that's it
1: okay all right That's fair enough i'll I'll retract my previous statement and say that i would be interested in that it's pretty it's pretty sorry to give people context what i was thinking of is like you know when cork city went crazy for donuts with all these mad donut places popping up a good time it was but realistically they were shite they were the, the, the donut themselves the base product that you were going there for was awful they were just topped really well and most of the time that's where i got the idea of you know because there was one place city did a um, kinder one so it had like a really really small bit of like the kinder hazelnut kind of not even sure there's a kind of a ganache in the middle of it but a really disproportionate amount to the size of donut was inside it was piped in and then on top it was this just huge like splurge of melted bits of frero and then a half a stick of kinder or kinder whatever it was sticking out the top
0: kinder plano oh, surely
1: so what you, what you kind of ended up doing then was eating that like a bear eating the top and then you're just left with a really bog standard donut which i believe in many cases were bought in frozen they weren't even fresh donuts and then you compare that if you go to like a really good bakery in the city which there's loads of go to the english market there's a lot of cafes around that actually make fresh donuts there is no comparisons and i'm all about the base product so that's what i thought when you said like, i jumped the gun I'll, I'll hold my hand up
0: just a bit just a bit now back to bake off so <laughs> look we can skip the babka we've already gone through it final round showstopper what did you yeah. think um, who, who were your favourites who were the worst were you happy with the decision of who went to oh delighted I was it was it was a no contest for me you could week. kind of see it from the first round things started to fall apart from her from the get go the brownies did she, disaster did she,
1: did she have the kind of um, like
0: fucked brownies as in she did, did a deep she didn't even, she she did didn't a even deep take tin. them out yeah, yeah so yeah. she lost she lost one lot because they didn't cook she spent too much time she had too deep a tin and then the babka she fucked up, and then her showstopper was raw. I mean, as as big off performances go, sure you deserve to go. It has to be said, and that's for me, an amateur baker who's who's not at all good. You, you like, sucked.
1: I don't know the the actual process of it, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's a good amount of rounds that they go through to get to get there. Like they go like it's I. I we should look it up, but I'm pretty sure they go through like a regional bake off, and then, then they have like a you know kind of national one or whatever, and then they get on it. Now, saying that, they're not always the best bakers. I'm sh- I'm full sure some of them are planted there because they're like slightly entertaining, but they're also kind of average to good bakers. Whereas they some go of them for characters, thin- they need a mix yeah, bag. Do. They have their yeah, people they, they want
0: to win. They have their people who they want people to root for, and they have the people that they want you to hate. And I think it's the same as any reality TV. It's part and parcel of it. Like that guy who went last week, a lot of people seem to be a fan of him. I was quite surprised. I no. did not like him. I thought from no. the get-go, I said, this guy's all talk. He's not a baker. He's not going near the final. I was happy he went. I agree. And this week, I was more than happy again.
1: So who I'm are delighted.
0: we rooting for? Who are you rooting for right now? You're looking at that group that's left, and you're saying...
1: Who do I want Um, to win? Who's left? I'm thinking that guy from the north. Irish Mark. Is Irish Mark. He's quite good. I like like him him. because he doesn't, not that he doesn't take it seriously, but he's just kind of happy enough with it. Uh, Like Lottie, she's quite good. I'm
0: glad she didn't go home this week. She's got some mad ideas. She does, but she she kind of, she goes a bit wild with them. And then you're saying, you know, maybe you should just go a little bit more simplistic. That young fellow who did the figs, he's good. You have to admit. Wait, is he the guy that wears the tie? No. Does he so wear a tie? He, he, look, he, look sure. ni- he looks like sure. 19, a bit like George Ezra, if anything. You know the guy. I don't know what George Ezra looks like, I'll be very honest. Yeah. Is he the Scottish guy? I think he could be Scottish. Yeah, I think he's from Edinburgh. That guy. You know, yeah, he, he did that, the caramelised fig brownies. He's to be high. honest,
1: uh, viewers, if I had to put my money on anyone right now, it would be him. He, he gonna, would be my favourite for the Bake Off at the moment. I don't know what the betting is like, but he would be right up there, I think.
0: I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to say it now. I'm going to stake my claim. I'm rooting for Irish, Mark. He's the guy. And it's not because yeah. he's Irish. I think he's a bit of a character. He seems like a nice fella. That's why I'm going to root for for the rest of Bake Off. And any money, he goes home next week, because I've said that. I've ruined his chances. Even though it's pre-recorded, he's probably
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't... Um, No, I, I think... I don't really have any favourites as such this year, which is unusual because I, there's always kind of like normally one person I'd be rooting for. But uh, I, definitely, I definitely think that guy, Peter, that's his name. He's a Scottish guy. He, he, I think he's the, he's the one to watch. I wonder what is... The, uh, I, I'm, see, I'm not going to promote betting. That's another uh, whole entire problem people have. So but I'll just say, I think he would possibly win. Potentially. What do you think I like about it? Somebody uh, we had one bit of feedback actually last week about um, watching Bake Off in the first place, and not people aren't interested in it. I've I I can't abide by it to be honest. If thrilling TV with the possibility with baking thrown in, if you don't even like baking as such. Just get on it for the thrill factor of somebody dropping a cake or somebody fucking something up or they haven't got, they haven't got their timing right. Six yourself down with a cup of tea and something nice to eat, much bake off, tell me that nothing it's better. shit.
0: And I will say, all right, you're wrong, but okay. There is nothing better. Look, that barely butter a slice of toast. And you're sitting down there and you're absolutely criticizing these expert bakers on all of their <laughs> technique as if you know anything. And you watched, yeah. you watched it last year, so you know all about the the tying up of you know this that the other i don't know any baking terms you know putting things in tins and such you know the things about baking yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll criticize every bit of it
1: hands down I, I, there was actually a really funny meme going around i think after last year's one that was something like
0: know, was was the somebody ate, the in,
1: uh no i don't think so oh
0: that's a good meme
1: i'll have to we'll have to try and dish to try and dig it out. But it's basically something along the lines of like people like you just described, someone like you criticizing, like saying, Oh, those buns are too hot to ice. What are they doing? She's gonna ruin her Madeira. And later not been able to like barely fucking beat eggs. It's
0: very true. It's very true. We're, I'm I'm overly critical of the bake out contestants. Look, no, all I, I can emotions. say to
1: people is I've I've like I said last week, I don't really watch cookery shows. Uh Per se, outside of what I mentioned a few like MasterChef, but I would highly recommend to anyone whether you're interested in baking or not, watch Bake Off. It's great crack.
0: And it's so. going to be a regular segment on Fat Chats for the rest of Bake Off. And there's a good four or five episodes left at least. So, uh, you know, is, we're yeah. putting it at the end so you can turn it off if you're not interested. But at the same time, get on the Bake Off bandwagon for fuck's sake. That's all I'm going to say we could, to you. We, we could even, yeah, like... Nah, it might even be at the start next week. Prepare yourself. There will be more no. Bake Off, okay? Just accept it. No, I think we'll leave it at the end just in case. we're going to it. Yeah, we, we yeah. want you to listen. Please stay. But look,
1: ready. I'm just saying to people... Validate us. Just, just give it a lash. Just what, even one episode. You'll, you'll know because they're all the same as in, term, in terms of the format of the episodes is all the same. So you'll know after one whether you like it or not.
0: And even if you, if don't, you don't like it, it, keep going. Keep supporting Bake Off. That is all I'll from give, us at Fat Chats.
1: It'll give you it'll give you ideas if nothing else. And if like I'm not talking about baking, I'm talking about eating. Yeah, things to things to buy,
0: bakeries like to go how many to be, you
1: know? How many people listen are going out looking for babkas? If if there was a Jewish bakery near me, I would.
0: I didn't even know if it was Jewish, but honestly a babka looks delicious. Yeah, uh so I see. So look your homework for next week listeners, first of all. <laughs> like the podcast pa- podcast page. God, I can't fucking talk today. Like the podcast page. Jesus. Get God. me lessons on how to talk subscribe to the podcast and lastly send us bake off memes if anyone all four of you that listen if you want to send us bake off memes we will happily take a look at them and talk about our favorites next week god honest truth we would gladly spend 10 minutes on that because that's our that's how interesting our lives are brendan anything before we finish up
1: uh no but Possibly going forward, if anyone has any recommendations on places in Cork that they think are the shit food-wise, uh, like not for not not restaurants per se, but delis, cafes, places that sell cakes. If anyone has like a hidden gem or something that they think is worthy of, uh, I won't say mention, but you know we're we're broaching the possibility of our extremely fat palates judging such places. Uh, let us know.
0: Stop there will be some line. sampling of some good food in the future. There, there will be. Just know we're
1: going to We're going to bring you some, but if, if anyone has any recommendations or, th- or places they think would be deemed worthy of four fat thumbs up or possibly four fat thumbs down, let us know. We'll get on it.
0: And that is it. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Goodbye from the Fat Chats crew. Adios.